Welcome to the Heat Army Podcast Live's commentary of Gated Football Club. This commentary is fully interactive. We'd love to hear from our listeners wherever you are listening from, around the region, around the country, or even around the world. You can tweet us at Heat underscore Army, or you can message us on the Spreaker website as we are broadcasting throughout the game. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you're thinking about Gated Football Club at that moment in time. And, well, we just have to say thank you to our sponsors, Naked Print, because without their help, we wouldn't be able to bring you this service. So sit back, make a cup of tea, and hopefully don't spill it if Gated score. Hello and welcome to Gated International Stadium. It's the Army Podcast Live. Commentary of Gated Football Club versus Aldershot Town FC. Um, so I'm saying thank you for joining us if you are. And um, I'm saying we've got the National League action this afternoon. About 15 minutes to kick off. The teams are just coming off the pitch after their pre-match warm-up. As you can hear the crowd just giving a round of applause there as they leave the pitch. We will be giving you the teams very, very shortly. Um, but... Remember, this is a fully interactive commentary. We'd love to know where you are and where you're listening from in the world. You can message us at heed underscore army. And, of course, you can also message us on the Spreakout website as we are broadcasting. So um, don't be a stranger. Get involved. This is your commentary. And um, say it's going to be a good game today because all the shot... They're starting to turn things around a little bit, but um, let's hope they don't uh, carry on their recent good form against Gateshead this afternoon. It's a lovely, lovely day here in Gateshead. Uh, this morning it was a bit blustery, there was a few snow showers about and hail, um, but bright blue skies here at Gateshead International Stadium at this moment in time. And they say the sun is out and it's a little bit breezy, but it's not as bad as I thought it might have been as um, we got up this morning. But we've got a perfect game, Perf- perfect condition, should I say, for a o- late October game. And we want you uh, to enjoy every kick and every bit of action. Now, Steve Watson spoke to Gator FC TV through the week. Uh, this is what he had to say um, in the build-up to this game. Remember, if you are on y- use YouTube, you can subscribe to the Gator FC uh, account. You'll get post-match, pre-match interviews. Um, you'll get, obviously, other content as well. Um, and Dominic does a fine job on there, so... Please do subscribe. You'll get the videos as and when they happen. But this is the audio from Steve Watson's interview on Thursday. Back at home, back in league action. What's your thoughts and feelings going into that? I've just said the players, it's, um, we've got a really, really tough sort of block of five games coming up. I mean, obviously every game is tough, but we, if you look at it in blocks, starting with Aldershot, you know, finishing with Sutton and three tough away games in between. Uh, you know, re- really, really important for the season. How we're going to do, really, and, and, and the lads know that. And we've trained, trained well again this week. We've um, we've changed things a little bit in regards because it was a game on Wednesday night where the lads who needed 90 minutes got 90 minutes, and that worked out very well for everybody. Kept another clean sheet, which is always a good habit to keep. To keep, and um, as I say, look, looking strong going into tomorrow and, and confident. What did you learn from Wednesday's game? As you say, a lot of first team squad members involved. I think there's, there's just a few of the lads who um, 
who haven't been involved, you know, could have could have gone one of two ways. They could have sulked, or they could have went out there and, and tried to prove a point, and, and they did. They, they proved a point, and, I, and you know, I, I didn't really doubt that. You know, I know I've got a lot of good characters here. You know, Connor Thompson was outstanding the other night, and Connor hasn't been um, involved too much at all. You know, JJ was great again. Forbes, he done well, and, and the Fods, the keeper, and and you know they just um, they just reminded me that I've got a very good squad and, and keeping the lads on the tours that are playing. Mm, you mentioned uh, Connor Thompson and JJ, some good goals from them. But, so. Yeah, excellent. You know JJ's goal, unlike everybody else, probably sick of hearing about it now. But now, nah, in all fairness, it was a great great bit of technique. Connor scored a great goal, and you know he was doing the things that I've asked him to work on. You know he was getting in the box as, as a wing back and he was he was becoming a threat. Uh, and as I say, he was obviously taken on board, so you know, fair play to him. And some of the under 19 lads give you food, food for thought. Yeah, no, we've got um, we've got a couple of good young players coming through. We had uh, you know young young Lewis, who's a goal scorer, two again, um, and you know he's not far away. He's, he's been he's been trained with us. You know the lads that have done well for Ben's team have came up and trained with us the other time. I had three or four of them trained with us on uh, Wednesday. So it just shows them as well. You know there is a route to the to the first team if, if they do well, and it's, it's it'll only help people coming to get it said knowing that you know it's not a it's not a team that you're just going to play a certain level and, and not get any higher. You know we've proven with John, Tom, Elliot, and you know Lewis isn't far away now that we you know there is there is a route to the first team if you do well. And with Wednesday's game, slightly different training schedule this week, but how how has training been? Good and. You know, today was 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 rapid and sharp again, as you'd expect, and to the point of where we had a head clash with one of the young goalkeepers and Luke Armstrong. So there was a bit of claret on on the pitch today. So we'll have to have a look at uh, Luke and, and Ryan and see how they both are. Um, but you know, it's typical Luke Armstrong, really. It's a, it's a was a challenge that nobody else would have gone into in training. But <laughs> Luke doesn't see any danger; he just flies in. So um, we'll have to have a look at him for tomorrow. And uh, like yourselves, all the shot going into the game on the back of three. Decent wins. Um, what type of game are you expecting tomorrow? They're a good side. I mean, they'll admit themselves the the start of the season slower than they've expected. But if you look at all the shot and all the time I've been this league, they've always been in around the playoffs. They've got a good side. They've got a good manager. Um, dangerous and and they picked up a bit of momentum. Um, and like us, you know, be looking to kick on. But as I said before, it's our home. Um, we've improved uh, dramatically against Dagenham, and we need to keep that on. In fact, kick on further if we can. Mm. As you say, Aldershot 16th in the table, maybe too early to tell, but does that show how competitive the league has been this season um, more than most seasons? Until yeah, it's it's been um, it's been almost impossible to predict this season. Certainly by you know the bookmaker standards, looking at teams who have been touted to um, to not do so well, like likes of ourselves and Solihull, um, both in playoff positions and, and teams who have traditionally gone very well, like Dover and Aldershot. Um, you know, had a slower start than, than they usually do. But as I said before, you know, I've watched, I've watched their last three games, and they've certainly improved to the point of you know somebody like Eastley who've improved dramatically. Um, they're the same, so we'll be expecting a really, really tough game tomorrow. As you touched on before, three very tough away games coming up. Does that put any more emphasis on perhaps getting a, a win tomorrow? It does because, as I say, the, the the three away games are all very tough. You know, failed Wrexham, and then obviously the cup game. Uh, We've done really well away from home, but we need to, uh, you know, cement the points at home. We really do, and tomorrow we'll, we'll put us into this next spell of games um, on a load of confidence if we can get the three points tomorrow. And you know, I'm looking at the lads and seeing how they trained and the things that we've said about the positivity that we showed in the last game, carrying that on. You know, I'm very, very confident that we'll do well tomorrow.
And fitness-wise, how's everyone looking? You touch on Luke Armstrong. Yeah, apart from apart from Luke, everybody's fine. Um, uh, Ainsley Pears has been at Middlesbrough for the last couple of days. Obviously, we didn't train on Thursday, so he got himself a bit of extra uh, training in Middlesbrough and. Uh, he had a little bit of a back issue after Saturday's game, but that, you know I'm, I've been told that that's absolutely fine now. So apart from Luke's bang on the head today, um, I think everybody's fine. And um, it's sort of highlight in recent weeks that sort of consistent back three of John, Mike Williamson, and Fraser Kerr. You've kept four clean sheets in five when they've all played. Is that a um, you sort of reaping the rewards of that consistency? Yeah, I think you can only play that system um, well if you've got you know two or three of the centre halves comfortable. Being able to go wide and, and, and otherwise you, you you'll end up as a back five all the time and, and we've played it well we've ended up as a back three which I'd hoped you know when Tinks and Scotty are pushing on Fraser's very comfortable going out and, and, and playing playing wide if you like and Mike Mike to come across and cover and John to come across and vice versa on the other side as I said so yeah, I'm lucky I've got I've got centre halves that can that can adapt and are brave enough to go and, and cover across the way we need to do if we play that system and finally um, what's the message to the lads going into tomorrow? Um, just not to settle, not to settle for what we've done. You know, we, we need to keep striving, we need to keep improving, we need to uh, we need to keep raising the bar. Um, they're young enough, they're talented enough to uh, to get better. But it becomes, you know, coming into this spell of games, sort of October, November, December, January, it becomes mentally tough as well. Games are coming thick and fast. Pitches will get heavy. The weather will turn. We'll have some cancellations here and there, and it's all about you know keeping your mental strength. And, and I think if we if we conquer that side of things, the the, the football will take care of itself. Well, that was what Steve Watson had to say to Gator FC TV on Thursday for his press conference. I can run through the Aldershot team now. We have the team sheet. It is Will Mannion and Goal, Lewis Kinsella, um, Andrew, uh, Adam McDonnell, George Fowler, Scott Rundell. Matt McClure, Jake Gallagher, Regan Booty, oh what a name, Marvin McCoy, Adam May and Gabriel Osho. And the bench is Jake Cole, Samir Fenlon, Luke Howell, Luke Wanadio and Josh Leland. And um, I'm sure we had Josh Leland on loan from Derby County many years ago. I might be wrong. Um, but as a name that uh, rings a bell and um, we've had a few tweets in already we've got a tweet all the way from Croatia and Steve Fulton has put uh, his listening in um, from Sonny Dubrovnik um, so there we go uh, another, we're getting them from all over but don't be a stranger we'd love to hear from you Mickey Barris but come on lads three points would be magnificent he's stuck at work today so he's hoping that we can bring him three points so um, keep them tweets coming at heed underscore army we'll run through the gated team very shortly uh, when they come out and um, hopefully we will see another gated win here today and uh, say build on last week's win in the FA Cup of course winning 4-0 away to Dunstan last week um, but and finding ourselves uh, in the first round of the FA Cup and last Monday night we got a draw away to Rochdale on the 10th of November so uh, that will be an exciting game and hopefully it'll be quite good and I think uh, the players are going to be in the tunnel very very shortly so um, we'll get ready to read out the team for you and um, just to tell you I'm looking across to the far side at the Aldershot fans there's over 100 uh, so well done to them they've made a, a long trip up today and um, let's hope it's um, maybe not worth the while <laughs> but ACDC black and black is coming out and that can only mean one thing the lads are ready once again if you're in the conference area making 
Well, now's that time to crack open that can, switch on the kettle, or even open that packet of biscuits because Gated are about to make their way onto the pitch. And the time we are stand is filling up quite nicely. And if um, you weren't here on Wednesday night, you missed a treat a 4 0 win against Billingham Town in the Durham Challenge Cup with J.J. O'Donnell's viral goal as it is now, uh, scoring from the halfway line. And it was uh, a sight to behold, and you'll be able to see that on social media. And um, Mickey Barris put hope they're freezing in the far side. Well, it is a bit of a chill here, I must admit, but they are bask uh, be well, bathing in sunshine, should I say, on the far side of the pitch at the moment. And um, a couple of subs have just come out of all the shot there, but the gated team, photographers are down there at the tunnel, so I'd imagine we'll be coming out any second. As we have mentioned, we mention it every time, you can message us at heed underscore army or on the chat facility. Let us know where you're listening from. And hopefully, if you are local, we might be able to entice you down to a game here at Gators International Stadium. You know, we enjoy bringing you the game, but we'd rather be here with you. Here we go. Well, as the teams enter the pitch, this is how Gateshead line up for their National League game against Aldershot Town. It's Ainsley Pears in goal, Robbie Tinkler, the captain Scott Barrow, Jack Hunter, Fraser Kerr, Mike Williamson, Greg Ollie, Steve Rigg, John Mellish, Tom White and Scott Bowden. And the Gateshead bench is this, Mark Bowden, Connor Thompson, Luke Armstrong, J.J. O'Donnell and Luke Molyneux. And the spot, the hand, sorry. And today's highlights are brought to you in association with Tire Spot as well. Well, Gateshead in their white strips with black shorts with a little bit of black trim on the top. And Aldershot, um, if you can remember the game Sensible Soccer, their strip is a classic Sensible Soccer strip. It's got the blue sleeves, the red body, blue shorts and red socks. It's a classic football shirt. And uh, all the shots normally have a, a white shorts, if I remember, in the past, but um, they're all blue at the moment. So um, it's going to be an interesting game. Just to run back through that Aldershot Town side, it is Will Mannion in goal, Lewis Kinsella, Adam McDonnell, George Fowler, the captain Scott Randell, Matt McClure, Jake Gallagher, Regan Booty, Marvin McCoy, Adam May and Gabriel Osho. And the bench is Jake Cole, Sammy Fenlon, Luke Howell, Luke Wanaduyo and Josh Lehman. So if there's any statisticians out there, remember the name Josh Lehman. I'm sure he scored for us as well on debut. Was he? He might have been on loan from. I'm sure it was Derby. I'm sure it was Derby. We will find out as the game goes on. But um, yep. Just waiting for Scott Barrow to go up for the, the time cost, and we'll find out which we we are shooting. And one of our listeners, Mickey Barris, is um, rolling pastry for chicken and leek pies. How the other half live. And as we mentioned before, J. Joe O'Donnell scoring from the halfway line. If you have a look on social media, just type in J. Joe O'Donnell halfway line, you'll find it. 
is a magnificent strike. A cheeky effort, as we said in the commentary. But Gateshead are going to be shooting from right to left, and all the shot town as we speak. Their players are in a huddle just next to the centre circle, and um, a team that is looking to continue their run of form. But so are Gateshead. As we start the day, we are lying seventh in the playoffs. Can we continue that good run of form? Let's see if we can. And um, yes, and just I was about to mention that in the country as well. It's three years ago today, Mick Thornton, chairman of Supporters Club, Gateshead Mad, lovely man, friend of the podcast, friend of everybody that was a Gateshead fan, who sadly passed away three years ago today. And uh, we hope you're looking down, Mick, and hope you're enjoying what you're seeing from Gateshead this season. As Gateshead have kicked off, and Mellish has headed the ball forward towards Rig, and Rig wins the header. Scott Bowden brings it down, isn't able to control, and May manages to come back to pass it to Kinsella on the far side and the ball's played forward by Fowler and it's went out of play on the left hand side for all the shots uh, half into Gated's half so see, they are a 4-3 well 4-2-3-1 formation um, all the shot and reliably informed by the BBC counterpart here um, so hopefully that is right and we'll be able to bring you all the information and the players in the right positions uh, as we go along and Aaron Pinkerton as well good afternoon listening all uh, listening hoping for a great I think that's going to be a result as Robbie Tinkler takes a throw in just inside his own half it's headed in back towards Robbie Tinkler and I think that's going to go out again roughly in the same place where Robbie took the free kick uh, the throw in from so another throw indicated Robbie Tinkler in the sun on the far side of the pitch launches the ball forward Fowler goes up for the header manages to get it far but only as far as Jack Hunter who managed to get it to the gated shirt and Robbie Tinkler plays it off McClure on the left hand side there and it is a throw in to Gateshead Robbie Tinkler drives his hands on his shirt and he's about to give this one some wally right into the all the shot half it's headed clear but Tom White goes up for the header didn't quite get there and hoofed forward by Gallagher it was it's Borden and Rig battling for the ball up fronted as ever it's always scrappy in the first few moments and Gated trying to get a hold of the ball as Robbie Tinkler plays it off Kinsella on the far side for a throw in it's quickly taken as Greg Ollie plays it to Borden Borden back to Greg Ollie he's on the edge of the box and it's took off his foot all the way to the goalkeeper and it's cleared by Mannion John Mellish heads it forward, but only as far as a Aldershot shirt. As McCoy plays it forward. It's ended up with Booty in midfield and tries to play a crossfield ball to Kinsella. He's got there and Kinsella safety first and plays it back to Fowler, who drives forward with the ball. Plays it out to Kinsella on the halfway line. Jack Hunter's there to intercept the ball and Gateshead tried to come away with it, but it's intercepted and it's been hoofed across goal there for Ainsley Pears to pluck out the air and we'll see if Gitsa can build from the back here as Pears he was going to roll it out there he's pushing the team up the pitch he takes his kick out of his hands goes straight into Greg Ollie's feet and wasn't able to control it that well there now McCoy the left back right back for Aldershot plays the ball forward looking for a run and that's going to go all the way out for a goal kick to Gateshead 
bit of warmth as well, Al. Yeah, did you pay for it? I did. Ainsley Pears was going to take the school kick here. Ainsley Pears taking his time. All the players have come across towards the left-hand side of the pitch here in front of the dugouts to receive the ball. It's come over and it's going to go straight out and straight into the Aldershot dugout there. Throwing all the shot just inside their own half. McCoy takes the throw in. Mellish managed to head it clear, but all the shot managed to pick it up as Booty plays it across to Kinsilla. Kinsilla cuts inside, didn't manage to keep the ball, but somehow finds its way back to a all the shot search. And Booty on the plays it into the centre. He's waiting for the overlap there, and it was fantastic covering play by Jack Hunter, who comes away with the ball now, tries to play it to Bowden on the right hand, left hand side, and it went out for a throw in just in front of the gate of dugout is McCoy he's looking for a red and blue shirt he goes long towards the edge of the box and Mike Williamson's there to head it out of danger and it's a throw into Aldershot Town and McCoy is going to take a long one here he's onto the running track As he launches it into the box Mike Williamson heads that ball clear but only as far as a all the shot shirt Booty plays it back to Osho Osho to Fowler back inside the all the shot half he's going to play it out to Kinsella on left hand side who slips but he manages to get back up to get the ball and it's played back to Osho but Rig is under pressure there and it's the ball going to fall for Greg Ollie Greg oh sorry it, was, it wasn't Ollie it was Bowden but it's still with Gator now as Scott Barrow has it on left hand side plays it back to John Mellish and Mellish does well just to turn his man and play it calmly to Mike Williamson who plays it back to Ainsley Pears he plays the ball forward looking for Tinkler Tinkler's beaten in the air but Williamson's there to clear the ball up plays a first time ball for Rigg to try and run onto but Osho's there to clear it but Rigg's done well he comes away with the ball he's on the right hand side crosses the ball into the box it's too high it's too deep and it went behind for a goal kick but Rigg didn't give up there and um, showed Osho a clean pair of heels but unfortunately the delivery just wasn't there and it's a goal kick to Aldershot Town with six minutes just gone now so it's um not too bad, negated fans, you heard there, getting behind their side there, liking what they're seeing. So hopefully the atmosphere builds and so does Gated's pressure as Mike Williamson heads the ball forward. Osho heads it out to McCoy. McCoy has to bring the ball down, he's under pressure from Bowden. I think he's played it off Bowden and that is going to be a throw-in to Aldershot just in front of their own dugout. As the ball boy was a little bit limp-wristed there, he didn't get the ball over the dugout and he's going to have to chase it because it's bounced away. But um, yes, and I think we have a tweet. Let's have a little look here. Perrin is put, uh, I'm okay. Uh, okay, okay, I'm up. Canadian Supporters Club checking in. Uh, I'll be yelling for JJ O'Donnell to shoot no matter when he gets the ball, uh, when he comes on later. Well, let's certainly hope so, as Borden and Ray got making life difficult for Booty, the midfield player. And Tom White puts it out for a throw, and he was appealing for the ball himself, but I think it comes straight off him, to be fair. And. Um, throw in to Aldershot right in front of their own manager and it's McCoy the left back with the pink boots 
puts it forward it's headed in inward by Rendell but Jack Hunter is doing well but the ball is cleared by Robbie Tinkler there was a couple of red and blue shirts there trying to get onto the ball but Fowler heads the ball out to Kinsella on the left hand side Kinsella plays a first time ball forward for the run of McClure McClure he was offside he did bring the ball down well in the box and managed to turn but the flag went up but um, that's a dangerous ball Gator going to have to watch out for from Kinsella there down the left hand side well just having a little look there has been a goal in a couple of goals in the National League EFC failed are winning 1-0 away to Maidenhead and Solihull are winning 1-0 away to Maidstone United so there's some goals there we'll keep you updated as the afternoon goes on and Ollie went up for a header and it was uh, managed to be cleared by Oldershot and Fraser occurs down there with Rendell and he's seen that out for a throw-in to get it and this is probably the fifth game in a row we've had this back three start for Gateshead and um, doesn't doesn't take a genius to say that coincides with the good run of form that Gateshead are on at the moment as well you know it's uh, having the composure and stability at the back consistently as um, paying dividends for Gateshead as Jack Hunter tries to get the ball there and Mellish managed to clear it and Hunter was judged to have fouled the player there and Oldershot have a free kick here about 40 yards out on the left 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 hand side of centre should we say um, so see where the big lads going up for Oldershot Fowler's up there Osho's up there Rendell of course Gallagher all on the edge of the box referee they want the ball moved back I think the ball must have moved in the wind there but uh See, 10 minutes in set piece was whipped into the box and well a bit of a wasted one it went for a shot he didn't get much power on it easy for Pears to pick up at his near post and um, well Pears looks to distribute the ball Rendell closing down his options forcing Pears to kick this out of his hands on the edge of the box and that's going to go straight out of play for a throw in to Aldershot on the far side as Kinsella is going to take this throw in forward and um, Mike Williamson managed to head that away as Greg Ollie turns tries to play the ball down the line but dispossessed and Aldershot having to play it all the way back to Fowler who put, pings it forward only for Robbie Tinkler to find Bowden who gives it to Rigg Rig gives it to Ollie and Ollie's ball inside was picked up by the midfield of Aldershot Town. A little bit scrappy there, but McCoy brings the ball forward and under pressure from Barrow and Barrow puts it out for a throw-in to Aldershot. Wow. Throw-in taking their ball, trying to be pinned through towards... McClure there and um, there's a foul on he's on Tom White there so that's a free kick and um, we've got uh, this train Terminator's tweeted us to put listening from my bedroom uh, I'm back from Chile but sadly three flights and 16 hours later uh, we'll always win 16 hours in the air he must be tired 
So, um, but fantastic tackle there by Robbie Tinkler. Manages to play the ball forward and unfortunately didn't find out a get, pick a gated player out there. And Booty give it to Kinsella and Kinsella puts it in there. Another offside decision, and it was um, McConnell. That was uh, McDonald. Sorry, was offside there. And um, the left and right wingers or attacking wingers uh, for Aldershot are proving to be a little bit of a handful at the moment. Switching sides there, and it's been another couple of goals in the game at Solihull. It's Midstone one, Solihull two now. So, well, John Mellish plays it to Barrow. Barrow plays a ball down the lane to Tom White, who was pushed down, and he's won a free kick about four yards from down the lane from the um, Aldershot dugout. And he's holding his buttock there walking away quickly taken by Barrow to Ollie. Ollie's got Barrow on the overlap if he needs him gives it to Barrow Barrow whips a ball in it's going towards the centre spot and Borden got up there but it just skimmed off the top of his head and Kinsella keeps it in on the far side and drives forward down the lane plays it into May May turns plays it to Osho Osho's going to play it to McCoy it's McCoy has space to run into down the left hand side but plays a cross field ball looking for McClure McClure was pushed by Robbie Tinkler. I thought he might have got away with that, but the referee has uh, pulled him up for that. And it's about eight yards from the corner of the box. This is a dangerous position, and um, we'll have to see what happens here as the big men are forward. Rendell, we don't have to tell you about him. He's a goal scorer in this le at this level. And um, see, he's got some big central defenders coming up to join him as well in this attack. You've got Fowler, you've got Osho, you've got Gallagher there as well. So we'll have to see how this ball is delivered into the box. Right. Number 23, May, about to take the free kick. Free blows his whistle, here it comes. It's in, and that's another poor one. And Inzi Pears had to make a save. I thought it was a poor one. He must have went for his shot there, and it caught the keeper off guard. I thought at first he hadn't got the connection because it went low, and um, Pears did well, and he rolls the ball out to Mellish. Mellish has cleared that ball, and it went straight out of play. Gates has just feel maybe look a little bit rattled here at the minute. We haven't got our passing game going at, the, at this moment in time as Osho. That's the ball inside his own half, halfway inside his own half, under pressure from Bowden. Bowden plays it back to Mannion. Mannion plays a crossfield ball looking for Kinsella. Kinsella tried to head it down, but he didn't do very well. As Tinkler plays the ball through to Bowden, but Osho read it well and managed to clear up there as Jack Hunter does a fantastic tackle, gives it to Ollie. Ollie turns his man. He's got Barrow on the left hand side if he needs him. He's going to play it through to Borden, it's come back to Rig. Rig on the edge of the box, under pressure from two players. He's still got the ball, Rig, and Rig, he's lost it and um, lost his foot as well. And it's cleared by Kinsella, but only as far as Kerr to Tinkler. Tinkler turns, plays it down the lane, finds Rig. Rig is on the far side. Can he turn? He's under pressure from Fowler. He gives it to Tinkler on the overlap. Tinkler whips it in, and Borden was coming in, but it was um, Booty managed to head that clear. And Oldershot still haven't got the ball outside of the box. It's been cleared now up towards the far side and Mike Williamson lays that header and goes all the way through to pairs but that's a little bit better from Gateshead it's what we want to see applying more pressure around the final third so 15 minutes gone here at Gateshead International Stadium it's Gateshead nil Aldershot Town nil National League action being brought to you live on the Heat Army podcast as pairs kicks the ball up the pitch 
Rig battling underneath and manages to turn and Greg Ollie picks up the ball, gives it to Tom Way. Tom Way turns himself and gives it to Barrow on the left hand side. Barrow needs some support. And Barrow crosses it in there and Borden, he had a free header but he just rocketed it over the bar. And um, so Gator are starting to, starting to get the ball into the box in more dangerous areas now. It's the second one in two minutes. I think the manager will be happy with what he's seen in the last few minutes from Gateshead. He might not be happy that it took the best part of 16 minutes to happen for Gateshead to start to find their feet in this game. There's John Mellish and Tom White battle with the ball and Tom White went down very easy there. I thought he was expecting the foul and uh, McCoy is going to take this through in here just in front of the Gateshead dugout. As McCoy plays the ball forward, try to find. Tried to find um, McConnell there. Sorry about that. I was uh, trying to find the player's name, but it escaped us. But it went out for a, a goal kick there to Gated. And pairs just places the ball down. See the sun is still shining on the pitch. Most of the pitch is bathed in sunshine, apart from the shadow of the Tynemuir stand, which covers about a quarter of the pitch at this moment in time. As pairs, the wind must be really taking effect there because the ball just nose dived into the gate of dugout there from that goal kick. So it's a bit windier than what maybe I would have thought uh, from the way things look out there at the moment. McCoy tried to give it to Gallagher Gallagher couldn't control it and Greg Holly plays a quick through ball there for Tom White to try and run onto but Osho was there to clear up and Booty's put the ball across to Kinsella on the far side who's going to play a cross field ball looking for the run of Rendell but it was too close to the goalkeeper and uh, Rendell was happy with that he gave his approval for that ball but um, the, the delivery just wasn't there but they are going to try and hit us quick in on the break that is their tactic they want to get that ball out to the wide positions and launch it into the box and that has uh, become more and more apparent as the game goes on we get to have a throw in halfway inside their own half on the far side Robbie Tinkler launches it forward going to come back to Tinkley, he brings it down now he launches it up in the air, can Bowden chase this down with Osho, he can Osho has to head it out for a throw into Gateshead level of the corner of the box so let's see what Gateshead can do from this set piece and Robbie Tinkler lays it off to Fraser Kerr who's under pressure from Rendell he has to turn on himself, he's going to play it back to Mike Williamson, every player inside all the shot half part from the goalkeeper cool but Mellish beats two players finds Tom White Tom White gets it back from Rigg gives it to he's got Barrow here on the left hand side for support Barrow plays it forward for the run of Rigg Rigg has the ball he's back to goal he has to, towards the corner flag he plays it all the way back to Tom White Tom White under pressure Tom White is he going to be able to turn he's still on the ball and he has to play it all the way back to Pears there he didn't have the outlet he wanted and Gateshead build again from the back as Williamson plays it back to Pears. 
Now Pears has launched this up the centre of the pitch and it's Jack Hunter picked up the loose ball there. That's an interception. And Greg Ollie's now on the ball. He's got rig in front of him. He's got space to run into himself. And Ollie shoots. And it goes off all shows heels. But Greg Ollie's still got the ball. And he scores! He carried on his run. He picked up the loose ball from in the middle of Osho's feet and he lashes it into the back of the net. And it's Gateshead 1, Ollishot Town 0. And the Tynan Weir stand just erupted there when Ollie kept going and he scored. And I thought a lot of people thought he was going to lay that off to Rig who was just running in front of him. But Greg Ollie, he had the skill, he had the determination. And now he's got a goal. Gated fans loving that one as well. So 20 minutes gone, Gated one, Ollershot Town nil. Well, just grabbing my composure from that one because that was a lovely bit of play by Gator. Greg Ollie running onto the ball, and he worked worked his socks off for that one. Deserved it as Scott Barrow. Picks up a loose ball from Rendell, gives it to Borden. Borden on the halfway line has to play it back to Mike Williamson. Mike Williamson plays it across the defence to Fraser Kerr. Tinkler, Tinkler didn't control it that well, but I thought it was going to fall to Jack Hunter, but Jack Hunter goes in for a tackle. Didn't get there. The ball's played across to McDonald. McDonald's on the right-hand side here, right at the corner flag. He's got Tom White with him, harassing him. Tom White does well, wins the ball, but he also gives away a throw-in, and this is a throw-in just down next to the corner flag. For all the shot, McCoy, <coughs> the man to take the throw in. He's taking his time. And now he takes it. He finds me back to McCoy. McCoy to uh, McDonald. McDonald whips a ball in towards the far post, and it just curls out of play, and it is a goal kick to Gateshead. But that was some fantastic stuff from Gator on that last attack that led to the goal. And um, got to be Greg Ollie. And we start the season off in style with that lob. And, um, you know, the lad just keeps getting better and better. It's great. Um, Ainsley Pears urges his teammates to get forward as he takes this goal kick. And the wind must have dropped because this one has pinged right into the Ollishot half as Rig heads it on, trying to get it to Borden. Osho come through and Borden picks up the loose ball. Greg Ollie plays a first-time ball through for the run of uh, Borden and Rig, but it's intercepted by Kinsella and Kinsella pushes Ollie off the ball. Now Kinsella has Ollie back there for company and he's making life hard. And Kin well done, Greg Ollie there. He managed to put the pressure on Kinsella and Gator have the ball here. Borden in the centre circle. Tom White lays it out to Scott Barrow on the left-hand side. He's got McCoy for company, and he plays it off McCoy and Gates have a throw in here. About 15 yards inside. All the shot half. It's passed back to Mellish on the halfway line. Passes it back to Barrow. Barrow looks forward, looking for a prudent ball. Picks out Rig. Rig back to Barrow. Barrow plays it to Borden. Borden did the dummy there, but unfortunately the Aldershot defender behind him read that as well. Now Mears on the ball. Plays it out to Kinsella on the far side as he drives up the left-hand flank. He's wanting some company there, and um, Fraser Kerr does well to pick up the run of McClure get the ball up the pitch as Rig tries to battle for the header, and it falls to Greg Ollie, who's running over the halfway lane, gives it to Rig on the right-hand side. He's got the overlap from Tinkler if he needs it. 
gives it to Tinkler. Can Tinkler whip the ball in? He plays a low one here. Borden manages to lay the ball off to Rig. Rig's on the edge of the box. Can he get... Rig's got it stuck underneath his feet. He gives it to Tom White. Tom White can see... Robbie Tinkler on the far side who nods it back into the action. It's still not clear. And Rig, is he onside? He's offside. He tries to go for the overhead kick. And Gateshead really starting to turn the screw here now since they've got that goal. They've got the bit between the teeth and they're going for it. It's fantastic to see. And just having a little look around the National League. Um, scores at the moment. Um, well, Barnet are winning 1-0 away to Barrow. Braintree are winning 1-0 at home to Dover. Wrexham are winning 1-0 away to Chesterfield. Leighton Orient are 2-0 against Haven Waterloo. Fylde are winning 1-0 against 10 men um, Maidenhead. And it's still 2-1 to Solihull at Maidstone United. And I think it was... McClure trying to keep the ball in there and it's went for a goal kick to Gateshead so 24 minutes well 25 minutes just about to go here at Gateshead Stadium and um, it's not bad is it at the minute Gateshead won all the shot town nil and we have another message uh, listening all the way from uh, Sunny but cold in um, Dunstan thanks for the commentary can't make uh, many matches this season uh, due to my many assignments to do how the heed let's keep working towards that 50 point mark and take it from there well let's you know let's just keep taking each game as it comes and, and playing to our you know our best and that's what we're doing at the moment but a lot of football still to be played this afternoon as Greg Ollie gets the ball from Jack Hunter unfortunately Ollie was pushed off the ball there and McDonnell tries to lob the ball over but Hunter heads the ball down and picks out Rig Rig back to Hunter Hunter out to Barrow on the left hand side he tries to play the ball past McCoy, didn't get there, and Osho clears the ball, and that's going to be a throw into Gateshead just in front of the Aldershot dugout. Well, maybe a little bit further forward, I think the Gateshead have been a bit fortunate where that ball's went out. Scott Barrow drives the ball on his shirt. The Welsh Jesus. He's looking for a white shirt, he wants some support. He finds Jack Hunter, Jack Hunter's closed down by May, but Hunter does well to try and win the ball back as Rendell plays the ball to McDonnell. McDonnell's going to have to play this across to Kensella on the far side. It isn't Kensella, sorry. It is Booty, who's found himself at the back on the left-hand side. Plays the ball forward, but he plays it off Ollie now. Ollie drives forward with the ball. He's halfway inside the half. He's got Rig to the right. He passes it to Rig. Can Rig get a ball back across? He can. And it goes straight across goal and out for a goal kick. But Gateshead, they're really starting to find um, <laughs> starting to find their form when they're moving forward. As I say, we all the shot don't like it when we're running at them. A second goal might kill these off. Uh, says Mickey Barris. Perrin has put great stuff from the lads. Keep the pressure on and finish them off. One more before half time. Well, let's hope we can. As it is, Booty plays it across to Fowler. Fowler gives it to Kensella. Back to Booty. Booty plays it back to Mannion, the goalkeeper, who's in all orange today. Orange boots as well. And he pumps the ball up, and that is going to go all the way out for a throw-in. Level with the corner of the box on the far side for Gateshead in their own half. Keep an eye on that one. Booty, as you, as you rightly predicted, is, is the 
deepest of the three central and um, well for me I thought Oldershot started the game the first 10 minutes um, uh, maybe a bit more on top not massively but things were starting to come off for them a little bit and um, but now since that goal Gateshead look more comfortable and they're passing the ball about and um, picking up a lot of loose balls in midfield and uh, forcing mistakes from Aldershot long may that continue but at the moment it's Gateshead 1 Aldershot Town 0 We'll go through Greg Ollie through his own determination as Hunter has the ball placed off Kensella for a throw in to Gator just inside their own half. Robbie Tinkler, the man to take this. Place the ball forward for the run of Rig to get onto. Fowler has to head that out. And um, Greg it comes off Greg Ollie off Kinsella, so um, unfortunately we didn't uh, capitalise on that one. But still a long way to go. Well, it's going to be Kinsella on the far side. He's going to be taking this one. Well, now get to have a throw in on the far side. Robbie Tinkler who's going to be taking this one Robbie Tinkler launches this one forward down the right hand side but it's headed back but only as far as Tinkler and Tinkler trying to play it off one of their players to go for a throw in and Rendell manages to chest the ball down and it's played across the defence now Osho oh, plays it to McCoy who's on the halfway line back to Osho Osho having to back to McCoy and McCoy's under pressure from Scott Barrow and Scott Barrow's not letting McCoy think and McCoy's having to play that forward and puts it out for a throw into Gated that Mellish is going to take now no he isn't he's going to pass it down the line to Barrow because that's where it went out so the Gated fans in full voice at the moment there's the balls with Barrow just in front of the dugout plays the ball forward Bowden tries to head the ball on but finds its way to McCoy McCoy Passed it back to Mannion. Mannion clears the ball up the pitch. Mike Williamson with a powerful header there above McClure. And it's went out for a throw into Aldershot. Halfway inside the gates at half. And this has been a good display by Gateshead in the last 10 minutes. As Gallagher plays it across to Booty. Booty turns, gives it to Fowler. Fowler's on the halfway line now. He's having to turn back inside. Gateshead not letting them... Well, pass the ball with ease as Booty has to play it all the way back to Mannion oh and there was a slip by Mellish there but Rendell couldn't control it and Kerr plays it to Williamson who has to go back to cover Mellish lovely little layoff to Barrow when he's under pressure and Bowden he's got Osho all over his back and that's a free kick to Gateshead just in front of their own dugout and Gateshead really are just you know making life very hard for Aldershot Town and it's 2-0 now to EFC failed at Maidenhead it's Mellish pumps the ball forward Osho clips the ball back McDonnell picks it up McDonnell plays the ball through to McClure McClure got a good first touch but there's just too much on it and pairs there to clear it up and hoofs it up the pitch Fowler going up with Ollie but comes off Fowler and May picks it up gives it to Kinsella on the halfway line plays it back into May 
May pings the ball through for the run of McDonnell and that goes straight into the hands of Ainsley Pears who throws the ball out to Barrow who's turned and played the ball down the line to Bowden and Bowden just couldn't control it there and it went out but that was a lovely bit of play by Gateshead who are really really looking to get another goal here before half time it looks like but an enjoyable game so far well McCoy receives the ball from Rendell on the left he plays it inside to McDonnell McDonnell plays it back to McCoy McCoy plays it back to Osho Osho having to turn play the ball down the centre of the pitch to McDonnell McDonnell plays it to May May who's dropped deeper uh, in recent minutes in the game it's out to Kinsella on the left hand side Kinsella plays it up the line to McClure McClure back to Kinsella Kinsella plays it inside to McClure and well Gates had managed to intercept the ball and Tom White gives it to Rig Rig had to play it all the way back through to Fraser Kerr who put it out to Tinkler Tinkler plays a first time ball forward can Rig get there but no foul is there to head the ball forward but only as far as Rig who chests it down was he fouled? no he's kept the ball Rig on the right hand side he's got Tom White for company gives it to Tom White who's on the out far on the line goes down towards the corner flag and he wins a corner for his troubles and it's a corner to Gateshead on the far side an enjoyable game so far if you're from a gate of persuasion Scotty Barrow the captain is going over there to take this corner Well, he's played it to Greg Ollie. Back to Barrow. Barrow goes to the corner of the box. He crosses one, goes for his shot. And Fraser Kerr hasn't tried to get his shot off. It's felt to rig. Bowden can Bowden finish and he can! It was a scrappy goal, but they all count. And Scott Barrow just pokes it past Mannion into the corner to make it 2 0 to Gated. It was a corner that was played short to Ollie. Back out to Barrow. Barrow drove to the corner of the box. He whipped one in. It then bounced about the box. And there was Scott Bowden just to poke it home. And that sends the Gateshead fans into raptures here. And they are very happy and content going into half-time. As it's 2-0 at the moment on 34 minutes. Well. Gateshead. You are beautiful. You're really turning it on for us this season. No matter what happens, you've done us proud, no matter what. But the season's not over yet. Dare we believe for a playoff push. We wait with bated breath as McCoy takes a throw in just in front of the gate of dugout. He finds McConnell. Sorry, it was Gallagher. Gallagher plays it back across the defence and Bowden chases down Fowler. Fowler gets to the ball but plays it back to Mannion. Gated playing like they're 1-0 down with five minutes to go there, hounding Aldershot every time they're out of possession of the ball, as Mellish does very well there just to give his man a dubby and the ball goes through to Barrow. And unfortunately Barrow's ball has went to play for a half a throw in on the halfway line, which McCoy takes quickly. Back to McCoy. McCoy looking forward, plays it into May. As May turns, May gives it to Booty. Booty under pressure which is quite a funny phrase 
Gallagher plays it out to Kinsella on the left hand side dangerous position he's whipped this ball into the box thankfully it was over everybody and goes out for a goal kick there and um, that's probably one of the best chances of them putting the ball in the box um, but nobody was there well there was three people in the middle but it just went over the heads goal kick to Gateshead and I'm sorry listeners if it's a frustrating listen but believe me it's a frustrating watch well I'm just listening to BBC Radio and, uh, sorry there they're getting frustrated with this one but I'm enjoying it <laughs> um, and uh, just looking at the league table at the moment we are three points clear into the playoffs uh, on 32 points Sutton on 30 on 29 so we're in seventh place at the moment and things are looking rosy if you're a Gated fan but there's a long way to go yet and Gated are winning 2-0 at home to Aldershot 36 minutes gone it's Greg Ollie tries to bring the ball down and Booty was judged to have handled the ball there and there's a goal just went in in the National League Ebbsfleet are winning 1-0 away to Salford Please show your appreciation for our last minute emergency ball boys who are doing a great job for us this afternoon Well, Barrow takes a free kick gives it to and Ollie has it on the box corner of the box he's got Bowden who goes cuts on the inside oh and McCoy does well to play that ball off Bowden for a goal kick but um, that was a, a nice dangerous little run in behind there by Bowden good vision by Greg Ollie well Minion took the goal kick and Williamson headed it forward but McCoy brings it down Tom White nearly fouled him there Greg, uh, Greg Ollie's chasing him down and McCoy plays it off Ollie for a throw in here level with the corner of the box down here on our right hand side McCoy and Kinsella have been involved a lot um, for this side uh, for Aldershot and that says a lot and it's not like they're playing uh, five at the back like Gate said they're not attacking wingers wing backs they are playing four at the back and their players are having to do a lot there's Rig well linesman didn't know which way he was going to give that and he's given it to Aldershot come off Rig as Booty plays it across to Kinsella. Kinsella plays the ball forward for the run of May. May is under pressure from Fraser Kerr. Fraser Kerr's had to take a kick and he puts it out for a throw in there on the far side. He saved a corner from happening. And the back three for Gated have been uh, fantastic so far today. So the ball's crossed into the box and McDonald found himself in space. Rendell, oh, fantastic save by Pears. Rendell managed to get a shot off but Pears just shot across there and put it out for a corner and um, I'm sorry it was Gallagher with the shot I've just heard there <laughs> I thought it was Rendell they've looked very similar from here um, but that was a fantastic save nonetheless from Pears the corner's going to come in from the far side it's taken short long throws from post and McConnell gets a shot off and I thought that was going to go in it's took a deflection for another corner at first the way that bobbled through I thought it was just going to go into the back of the net but it went the other side of the post hearing the Surrey Wingers in the background is adding to my enjoyment of the commentary well it's, it's took short again it's crossed in back into the box Hunt, Hunter was there to head it out and Kinsella keeps it in no it isn't it's um, McDonnell on the near side he's twisting and turn with Barrow and he's played it off his own player and that is a throw in to Gator to come off Gallagher but Gallagher's shot there was a good one 
and uh, he did it on the volley but what a great save by Pears the captain Barrow stands with the ball in his hands he's well he's forward towards Bowden Bowden's beaten in the air by McCoy and it's another throw into Gateshead Scott Barrow drying the ball in his top and of course we have a new owner making his first game here today Dr Ranjan Vagesi he arrived a few days ago on Tyneside and I'm sure he'll be happy with what he's saying so far as Booty has the ball in the centre circle under pressure from Tom White plays the ball forward finds McClure McClure turns still has the ball back to Booty Booty drives forward because it's Kensella on the left hand side back to McClure McClure plays the ball forward for Rendell he was offside just on the edge of the box and that is a free kick to Gateshead well 40 minutes gone here at Gateshead International Stadium it's Gateshead 2 Aldershot Town 0 and Gateshead well worthy of their lead they've played some good stuff they've pressured they've forced Aldershot into mistakes and they took their chance as well with Greg Ollie and Scott Bowden finding the same corner of the net as Greg Ollie tries to win the ball from Booty unsuccessfully Gallagher has the ball plays it through tries to find Rendell but John Mellish does well to intercept and Greg Ollie plays it out to Tinkler Tinkler with a lovely little Cruyff turn and passes the ball forward but only as far as Fowler and plays it to me back to Fowler Fowler's got a rush of blood and goes back into his own half as Kensella has the ball on the far side he's going to play back to Booty Booty plays it inside back to Kinsella but Robbie Tinkler does well to win the ball back and Rig has the ball plays it to Greg Holly on the far side who just couldn't keep the ball in it just rolled out there but Gateshead you know, always hunting for the ball always closing down as Osho drives forward with the ball he's got acres of space he's going to play it out to McCoy on the right hand side McCoy whips the ball in it's going to go over the post and Pears had to tap that out there it was a bit of a cross come shot I don't know if the wind got a hold of it but Pears safety first tips it over the bar and it's a corner to Aldershot on the far side we'll have to see what's going to happen here can Gateshead hold on to this 2-0 lead going into half time just under three minutes left the ball's whipped in and it's cleared by Bowden at the front post and it's crossed back in there and it's going to go out for a goal kick to Gateshead and um, no real dangers there very a very uh, entertaining game if you're a Gateshead fan but uh, Aldershot see in the last few years they've they've been a team to beat and um, not the team they were last year well this is a surprising scoreline here Dagenham and Redbridge to Harrogate nil. Well, the ball is oh, cleared up the pitch by Pears. Rig manages to get that through to Bowden and Ollie brings it down. Ollie tried to cut inside, but Hunter's there to pick it up. Scott Barrows on the left hand side gets a ball from Hunter. Plays a ball into Rig inside. Oh, lovely little back heel to Bowden. And it was uh, came off Booty and goalkeeper manages to clear the pitch towards Kensella on the far side. But that would have been a lovely bit of one two touch football from Gateshead dare I say a sexy football but Rig it wasn't Rig that was there Ollie trying to get the ball and the far side as Tinkler battles with McClure 
Tinkler does well, he gets the ball, lays it off to Kerr, and Kerr in turn puts it out of play there. I think the wind got a hold of that one. Well, it's with Fowler. Plays it across his defence to Oshaw, who's just in front of the box. Plays it to McCoy. McCoy dinks the ball forward to McConnell. McConnell, McDonald, sorry, even had to bring it down. And, well, booty. It wasn't booty time there. He put that straight out for a throw in there needlessly. And Gator have a throw in here, halfway inside. The older shot half. Can Gator conjure up another effort on goal here before half time? Can they score another? If they did, you would think that, that is this game as good as dead and buried, but we'd have to see. And Gator won another throw in here off McDonnell. It was Bowden that was battling with him there. And it is passed to Ollie, back to Barrow. Tom White. Tom White gives it to Mellish. Mellish dinks the ball across the box and it's going to find its way to Kinsella on the far side. Kinsella just brings it down. Runs into the sunlight on the far side. Now he's going to play the ball into me. Me has to play it back to Booty, who's in the centre circle. Booty across to McCoy. McCoy now looks up. He's looking for a runner. Has to play it back to Osho. Osho looks forward. Plays a crossfield ball looking for McClure. McClure heads it down to Rendell. Rendell plays it back to me. Me plays it to Booty. Booty. And well, Robbie Tinkler intercept then. He was fouled in the process and gets out of a free kick. And you know, even when all the shot have possession, they're not using the ball probingly. They're only putting it up the wings and hoping to whip it into the box. And at the moment, Gator are really able to manage that um, comfortably, comfortably. And um, you know, without doing a commentator's curse, it would have to be something drastic or a mistake by Gator to let all the shot even in on goal. So Pears has took this free kick up towards Rig, who's battling with Fowler. Fowler wins the header. And Tom White wins the ball there, but it's with Rendell. Rendell plays it out to, I think it's me. Me cuts inside, gives it to, well, he keeps the ball himself, but plays a crossfield ball to McCoy on the right hand side, the right back. He's got himself forward, but he's under pressure from Barrow. Plays it into McDonald. McDonald drives into the centre. Tom White nearly fell in there. Booty picks up the loose ball, tries to find Rendell, and it's headed clear by Fraser Kerr. And Mike Williamson had to stretch to get to that ball and Ollie hoofs it clear from the edge of the box only as far as Fowler Fowler heads it down to Kinsilla Kinsilla thought he could head it back to McClure but Robbie Tinkler was there but he didn't keep a hold of the ball as Mike Williamson clears the ball from the edge of the box again as Gallagher battles with Hunter and manages to turn he has the ball he lays it off to McCoy McCoy runs inside gives it to oh, uh, McDonald trying to lay back heel off there looking for Kinsilla to run onto it but Greg Ollie was there to clear up and finds Rig. And was Rig fouled there? No, he wasn't. And they now have the ball on the shot. And they try to play a crossfield ball to Gallagher. Gets there. I thought Bowden was going to intercept. Back to Osho and just next to the centre circle. Bowden chasing him down. Bowden still chasing him down. McCoy has to play it back to Booty. Booty, who puts the ball into the middle of the box there. And McClure was running through. Just too much on it. And straight into the hands of Pears. And... Um, I think everyone's expecting the half-time whistle there. Well, there we go. That is half-time. Gated to Aldershot nil, and a fantastic display by Gated. They've given their all today and got their just rewards. The first ten minutes, 
it was a little bit scrappy a little bit awkward for Gateshead but then they start to get into the game they took the lead through Greg Ollie who on a solo run got a shot off it got caught in Osho's feet he picked the ball up again and lashed it into the corner of the net and then Scott Bowden he found himself in the box when the ball came through from a shot from Barrow it pinged off a couple of players feet but he was there to stab it home in the same corner as what Greg Ollie had done beforehand and he made it 2-0 and that was all she wrote for the first half it's been a good game for Gateshead can they continue it in the second half only time will tell we'd love to hear from you this is how you tweet us I'm waiting, so get your voice heard on the Heed Army podcast, where you can talk about all things Gateshead. Well, that is how you tweet us, and we'd love to hear from you. And, um, well... Nice first half display by Gateshead, winning 2-0 at home to Aldershot Town. And um, Steve Watson had a big smile on his face going down the tunnel. And um, hopefully his team talk will be easier than what um, the Aldershot managers uh, one will be. But I see that. I think Peter might have heard in the background um, BBC Surrey's commentators team getting quite frustrated. They're not enjoying the game this afternoon. It's cold, it's blustery here at Gateshead Stadium. But for us, the sun is shining and we're winning 2-0. Um, we're going to play out Steve Watson's press conference again just to give me a chance to go to the toilet and get a hot drink. We will be back with you very shortly, but at the moment it's Gated 2, all the shot nil. All the shot on Saturday, back at home, back in league action. What's your thoughts and feelings going into that? I've just said to the players, it's, um, we've got a really, really tough sort of block of five games coming up. I mean, obviously every game is tough, but we, if you look at it in blocks... Starting with all the shot, you know, finishing with Sutton and three tough away games in between, uh, you know, re- really, really important for the season. How we're going to do, really, and, and, and the lads know that. And we've trained, trained well again this week. We've um, we've changed things a little bit in regards because it was a game on Wednesday night where the lads who needed 90 minutes got 90 minutes, and that worked out very well for everybody. Kept another clean sheet, which is you know, always a good habit to keep to keep and. Um, as I say, look, looking strong going into tomorrow and, and confident. What did you learn from Wednesday's game? As you say, a lot of first-team squad members involved. I think there's, there's just a few of the lads who um, who haven't been involved. Who, you know, could have could have gone one of two ways. They could have sulked or they could have went out there and, and tried to prove a point. And, and, and they did. They, they proved a point. And, I, and you know, I, I didn't really doubt that. You know, I know I've got a lot of good characters here. You know, Connor Thompson was outstanding the other night, and Connor hasn't been. Um, Involved too much at all, you know. JJ was great again. Forbes, he done well, and, and the Fods, the keeper, and and you know they just um, they just reminded me that I've got a very good squad, and then keeping the lads on the tours that are playing. Mm, you mentioned uh, Connor Thompson and JJ, some good goals from them. Fair to say. Yeah, excellent. You know, JJ's goal. I'm like everybody else, probably sick of hearing about it now, but now nah, in all fairness, it was a great great bit of technique. Connor scored a great goal, and you know he was doing the things that. 
I've asked him to work on. You know, he was getting in the box as a, as a wing back, and he was he was becoming a threat. Uh, and as I say, he was obviously taken on board. So you know, fair play to him. And some of the under nineteen sides give you food. Yeah, no, we've got um, we've got a couple of good young players coming through. We had uh, you know young young Lewis, who's a goal scorer, two again, um, and you know he's not far away. He's, he's been he's been trained with us. You know the lads that have done well for Ben's team have came up and trained with us the other time. I had three or four of them trained with us on uh, Wednesday, so it, it just shows them as well. You know there is a route to the to the first team if, if they do well, and it's, it's it'll only help people coming to get it said knowing that you know it's not a it's not a team that. You're just going to play a certain level and, and not get any higher. You know, we've proven with John, Tom, Elliot, and you know Lewis isn't far away now. That we, you know, there is there is a route to the first team if you do well. And with Wednesday's game, slightly different training schedule this week, but how how has training been? Good, and you know today was 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 rapid and sharp again as you'd expect, and to the point of where we had a head clash with one of the young goalkeepers and Luke Armstrong. So there was a bit of claret on on the pitch today. So we'll have to have a look at uh, Luke and, and Ryan and see how they both are. Um, but you know, it's typical Luke Armstrong. Really, it's a, it's a was a challenge that nobody else would have gone into in training. But Luke doesn't see any danger; he just flies in. So um, we'll have to have a look at him for tomorrow. And uh, like yourselves, all the shot going into the game on the back of three decent wins. Um, what type of game are you expecting? They're a good side. I mean, they'll admit themselves the the start of the season slower than they've expected. But if you look at all the shot and all the time I've been this league, they've always been in around the playoffs. They've got a good side. They've got a good manager. Um, dangerous and, and they've picked up a bit of momentum um, and like us you know, be looking to kick on but as I said before it's our home um, we've improved uh, dramatically against Dagenham and we need to keep that on and in fact kick on further if we can As you say Aldershot 16th in the table maybe too early to tell but does that show how competitive the league has been this season um, more than most seasons, yeah, it's it's been um, it's been almost impossible to predict this season. Certainly, by you know the bookmaker standards, looking at teams who have been touted to um, to not do so well, like likes of ourselves and Solihull, um, both in playoff positions, and, and teams who have traditionally gone very well, like Dover and Aldershot, um, you know, had a slower start than, than they usually do. But as I said before, you know, I've watched. I've watched their last three games and they've certainly improved to the point of you know somebody like Eastley who improved dramatically. Um, they're the same, so we'll be expecting really, really tough game tomorrow. As you touched on before, three very tough away games coming up. Does that put any more emphasis on perhaps getting a, a win tomorrow? It does because, as I say, the, the, the three away games are all very tough. You know, failed Wrexham and then obviously the cup game. Uh, we've done really well away from home, but we need to uh, you know cement the points at home are really doing and tomorrow will we'll pull us into this next spell of games um, on a load of confidence if we can get the three points tomorrow and you know, I'm looking at the lads and seeing how they're trained and the things that we've said about the positivity that we showed in the last game carrying that on you know, I'm very very confident that we'll do well tomorrow and fitness-wise how's everyone looking you touch on Luke Armstrong yeah apart from apart from Luke everybody's fine um, uh, Ainsley Pears has been at Middlesbrough for the last couple of days obviously we didn't train on Thursday so got himself a bit of extra uh, training in Middlesbrough and uh, he had a little bit of a back issue after Saturday's game but uh, you know, I'm, I've been told that that's absolutely fine now so apart from Luke's bang on the head today um, I think everybody's fine. And uh, it's sort of highlight in recent weeks that sort of consistent back three of John, Mike Williamson and Fraser Kerr you've kept four clean sheets in five when they've all played is that a... Um, you're sort of reaping the rewards of that consistency. Yeah, I think you can only play that system um, well if you've got you know two or three of the centre halves comfortable, 
being able to go wide and, and, and otherwise you, you, you'll end up as a back five all the time. And, and we've played it well, we've ended up as a back three, which I'd hoped. You know, when Tinks and Scotty are pushing on, Fraser's very comfortable going out and, and, and playing, playing wide, if you like, and Mike, Mike to come across and cover and John to come across and vice versa on the other side, as I said. So yeah, I'm lucky I've got, I've got centre-halves that can, that can adapt and are brave enough to go and, and cover across the way we need to do if we play that system. And finally, um, what's the message to the lads going in tomorrow? Um, just not to settle, not to settle for what we've done. You know, we, we need to keep striving, we need to keep improving, we need to uh, we need to keep raising the bar. Um, they're young enough, they're talented enough to uh, to get better. But it becomes, you know, coming into this spell of games, sort of October, November, December, January, it becomes mentally tough as well. Games are coming thick and fast. Pitchers will get heavy. The weather will turn. We'll have some cancellations here and there, and it's all about you know keeping your mental strength. And, and I think if we if we conquer that side of things, the, the the football will take care of itself. E, hello, are you still there? Well, I am, and Gated are winning 2 0. It's half time at the moment here at Gated International Stadium in the National League between Gated Football Club and Aldershot Town. Oh, well, let's see. The pitch now is, um, let's say, 50% covered in the shadow of the main stand. It is quite nippy here, I must admit. Uh, winter has well and truly arrived. The dark nights are coming. The floodlights have been on since before kickoff, but now they are starting to be a little bit more noticeable. Um, so. It is going to be the start of them brisk nights here at Gator National Stadium, but we wouldn't have it any other way, would we? Um, well, just having a little look about the league, the league table at this moment in time. Uh, I'll say they'll go for the half-time uh, scores in the National League. Barrow nil, Barnet 2, Boreham 1, Bromley 1, Braintree 1, Dover Athletic nil, Chesterfield nil, Wrexham 1, Dakenham and Redbridge 2, High Flying Harrogate 0, Halifax 0, Eastley 0, Gated 2, Aldershot 0, hey! Hartlepool 0, Sutton United 1, Leighton Orient 3, Haven't Waterloo 3, 10 Men Maidenhead 0, AFC File 2, Maidstone 1, Solihull 2, Salford 1, Ebbsfleet United won and that is how it is at the moment in the National League. Let's have a cheeky look at the league table. We'll tell you exactly what's happening at the moment. At the top of the league Oh, one second, I think I've pressed the wrong button. Like a numpty. One second I have, I've pressed the wrong button. What a silly sausage I am. Um remember you can tweet us at heat underscore on. We would love to hear from you. Go on. Tell us where you're listening from. It's not a bad afternoon at the moment for Gator. They're winning 2-0. And um, as it stands, the computer has taken a little bit of time to get back to the, to the scores. And if anyone would like to know how I'm doing at the game, I'm feeling quite warm because uh, I brought heater and it's underneath the table. And it's quite, quite toasty where I am. So um, if you're were concerned, please, please don't be. Don't be concerned. Right, I'll get this league table up now. What an amateur I am. An amateur. Right, as it stands, Wrexham are top of the league on 37 points. Leighton Orient are in second on 36 points. Salford in third on 35 points. Solihull on, uh, in fourth on 34 points. Harrogate dropped down to fifth on 33 points. AFC failed in sixth on 32. And Gated on 
7th on 32 points as well. But remember, that could all change. This is just the half-time live league table I'm giving you at the moment. And, um, you know, we all know it can change. It can change second by second. Uh, and it probably will in the second half. And Steve Roberts has put welcome back. I've missed your coverage since you were off. Well, you've missed two games. We, we did um, Dunstan last week. And also, we did the Durham Challenge Cup game at home to Billingham Town, where we give a little bit of limelight to some of the players that don't get into the first team. So, um, I see. And one of the goals went viral. But devastation. They didn't put my commentary on it. Oh, it went on the main highlights, but not the one of that goal. Shocking. Absolutely shocking. But a fantastic goal by JJ O'Donnell, nonetheless, from the halfway line. And I'll tell you what, there wasn't another uh, half-bad goal in that game either from Connor Thompson. He lashed one into the back of the net off the post from outside the box. And that was a beautiful effort from the youngster. I say youngster, he's younger than me. It's not hard. Well, remember, we are fully interactive at Heed underscore Army. We'd love to hear from you. Want to know where you're listening from in the world? You know feel like you're here joining us and no way wish i could get notifications of the coverage well stephen roberts if you're on twitter and follow us we tweeted out that we were going to be on and also you um follow us on the facebook page as well and stephen roberts has put seen jj's goal it was unreal it was and i'm sure scott barrowy's housemate has heard nothing but um, <laughs> nothing but the details of how he struck that ball and how it glided into the back of the net over the wayward goalkeeper as all the shot town players make their way back onto the pitch Kinsilla Randell and Booty are back on the pitch and here come the rest of them as we await Gateshead to come back out I've been avoiding the puns uh, on the Booty I've maybe done a couple of uh, without realising, but there's so many you could use for a name like that. You could say Tom White's about to shake the booty. <laughs> but will not. And if anyone's just walking past uh, the speakers when uh, I was saying that, I do apologise. And as if you could can hear in the background outcome the Tynesiders back onto the pitch led by the captain Scott Barrow so you've still got time to get yourself a cup of tea for the second half get the kettle on strap yourself in and we'll be bringing you all the action as it happens but at the moment it's gated to all the shot town nil and we're awaiting the referee to get to the centre circle to kick this one off And it looks a decent crowd here today. Hopefully it's touching a thousand. As Annie the physio has come out as well. She's making her way to the box. And you may have seen in, and heard in Steve Watson's interview there that uh, Luke Armstrong took a, a knock to the head in an overzealous challenge in training. And he is sporting a Rabsy Nesbitt headband, um, bandage on his head. So... Um, well, if he comes on, um, no doubt you'll see that in the highlights. 
I don't think he'd be wearing that out and about in town. It's not the fashion statement they do, but Gator kick off. Tom White lays it off to Robbie Tinkler, who plays a crossfield ball, and that's going to go out on the far side. He was trying to pick out Rig, and it's a throw-in to Aldershot Town on the far side. And Stephen Roberts is too cool for school. He's got no social media. That's how I rule. Well... Go on, just for us, get some social media and then you can you know when we're when we're on all the time. As Gateshead having to defend here as the ball's pinged forward. Tom White heads the ball out towards Scott Barrow on the left hand side who clears the ball up the pitch. And there's no Gator player there, and that's gonna go out for a throw in on the far side. Yes. All the shot just taking the time here. Well, Rig has the ball. He's tackled by Osho there and fouled and Gator have a throw in just near the centre circle inside the Aldershot half. So Tom White was going to take a quick there. Rendell closed him down as White plays it out to Mellish on the left-hand side. Mellish plays it down towards Ollie. Ollie comes away with the ball, but was he fouled there? He managed to get the ball to Rig. Rig's on the corner of the box on the far side. Plays it back to Ollie. Ollie has just had the ball took off his foot there. And now Aldershot can try and build from this as Rendell receives the ball in the halfway line. Plays it out to McDonnell. McDonnell plays it back to McCoy. Gallagher on the ball. Plays it back to Osho. Osho. Just standing with the ball. Now pings the ball across to Kinsella, who's just down in front of us. Plays the ball round Robbie Tinkler, but Fraser occurs there to mop up and he clears that right up the pitch, but only as far as Booty. And Booty laid that off to Kinsella, but Bowden, fantastic bit of work from the forward there, coming back to help out his midfield. And he played the ball forward, but that's went out for a throw in to Aldershot. Yeah, the ball boy that hit the ball off the bench earlier on, he, he's, he maybe needs to work on his um, his lobbing technique with the arms. He needs to hook that one up. But the ball's back with Kinsella after he's throwing. And oh, Tom White intercepts the ball. Oh, he nutmegs his player and he's still running with the ball. He's got Rig on the inside, but he's down right-hand side. He's got Ollie as well. Plays it into Ollie. Ollie on the underlap. He's got the ball. He's having to turn. Play it back to Tom White. Tom White. He's got Osho there, goes through the nutmeg, and was he pushed off the ball? It looked like he was, and the referee said no. It was a 50-50, both going for it, and um, I thought he was pushed there. And I thought the linesman, who was five yards away, might have flagged for that one, but it's a goal kick to Aldershot nonetheless. Well, Mannion, goalkeeper, all in orange, orange boots. Places the ball down. He's next to the goalpost, and he's going to run forward and smash this one up the pitch and Mellish is battling there and McCoy manages to ping the ball forward for the runner McClure and Fraser Kerr had to come over there no nonsense and nods it out for a throw in on the far side Gated fans enjoying the game today they've been in fine voice right throughout as Gallagher receives the ball from McCoy, back to, back to McCoy. McCoy tries to go down towards the dead ball line. He tries to cross the ball in, he's got it in there, but big Mike Williamson's there to head it clear. And then Tom White did the rest, but Borden tries to turn, he was under pressure from Osho. And now 
Aldershot have the ball as Kinsella brings the ball down the left-hand side. He's under pressure from Jack Hunter and Robbie Tinkler. He manages to get the ball through, but only as far as Tom White, who lays it off Tinkler, and Tinkler has to clear that ball, and it goes out for a throw, and just in front of Aldershot's dugout, and it's quickly taken. And Booty took that and got it to May. May plays it all the way back to Fowler. Fowler's going to just turn, plays it back up the line to Booty. Booty now looking for the run on the far side and that's going to be plucked out the air and landed in Ainsley Pear's hands there and he rolls it out quickly to Scott Barrow who drives forward with the ball. He's already at the halfway line. He's still going with the ball. He plays it to Rig. Rig plays it out to Ollie and still running forward as Scott Barrow. Can he get across in? He can. And the goalkeeper did well there. Mannion, he got his hand out. One-handed, stopped it. And Borden come running in but he managed to get another hand on it and grab it. But it looks like... Um, the one of the older shot defenders I think it is Fowler has come off pretty bad there when he was trying to defend that and he's still down at the moment the physios are running onto the pitch uh, Gated physio as well is going out there to help and um, we'll see hopefully he's all ah, sorry I'm behind uh, off the pitch there's a Gated player down I couldn't see him because of the angle I'm at um, he's behind uh, the standing uh Aldershot player it's an awkward uh, thing there I think that is let's have a little look it's Scott Barrow Scott Barrow must have hurt himself when he crossed that one in I don't know if he's went over on his ankle um, obviously I didn't follow Barrow after he crossed the ball I was following the ball and uh, Barrow's just getting his left foot and knee checked that from what I can see from this angle so hopefully uh, Scotty Barrow the captain is going to be back up and running in a second uh, Let's hope it's just precaution. But two players down at the moment, one for Aldershot and one for Gateshead. But 51 minutes gone here at Gateshead International Stadium. It's Gateshead 2, Aldershot Town nil, And Gateshead looking good for their lead. But it's not over yet. And we'll have to see how this goes. Simon Lowry comes up the stairs with cups of coffee in hand. None for the commentary team, though. Shocking. He didn't even hear us. He just walked straight past. And Scotty Barrow is jogging that one off, thankfully, with the, on the far side with the physio Annie. And, um, yeah, I think he'd be fit to return into action. It's a good sign. As you can hear the Gated fans singing there, he's back from the dead. Well, that's why we call him the Welsh Jesus. I'm not sure if he can walk on water, but he can leather a ball from 40 yards into the top right-hand corner. And in my eyes, that's biblical. As the ball's pumped forward by Mannion. Mike Williamson going up there didn't get the win, get the ball, but Jack Hunter manages to chest it down and head it forward and Rig manages to chase down he's got past Fowler he's on the far side of the box oh and he just tried to roll that one in there and Bowden had already went past but now Jack Hunter picks up the ball in midfield plays it to Ollie. ollie has got Barrow for company on the left hand side but he plays the one through the middle for Tom White to get onto and Tom White couldn't keep it in and it goes out for a throw in on the far side but that was a nice bit of vision there from Ollie. I thought the ball was to Barrow but that's why Greg Ollie's on the pitch and I'm in the stand with a microphone. But 
McCoy is going to take the throw in on the far side. Rabsi Nesbitt is warming up on the on the touchline. Luke Armstrong, will we see him get some minutes under his belt today? We've seen him last week against Dunstan come on for a bit of a cameo. He looked dangerous, he looked sharp. Can he add to his goals at the moment? Scott Bowden, this lead leading goal scorer with seven goals this season. He'll be wanting to get back in amongst the goals. Both himself and Steve Rigg. Up crossed in there, straight into Ainsley Pear's hands. It's fantastic stuff. I think it's Bowden on seven, Rigg on six, and Armstrong on five goals. Bowden laid the ball off to Oh, fantastic through ball. Tom White's going to get there. Well, that was a foul by Osho. And Osho's remonstrating with the linesman there. He thinks he was fouled. Tom White is still down. And, well, I'm sure this is a yellow card because they were the last two running through. Maybe even a he wasn't running in on goal, but surely got to be a yellow card. But Tom White's getting up. And this is a free kick in a dangerous position. Level with the corner of the box closer to the touchline than where it is to the corner of the box and we'll have to see what Gator can do from here and Greg Ollie standing there so is Scott Barrow Scott Barrow gives the left footed option Greg Ollie with the right footed option they're both standing over it it's hard to tell who's going to go for it I think they're both going to take a step back so it's hard for the defenders to read this one and it is getting quite windy out there the players shirts are rippling and um, well both taking steps back we just don't know who's going to take this one I think it's going to be Ollie. oh and the ball's rolled with the wind that tells you how blustery it is out there and Barrow puts it in there he tries to find Hunter but it goes behind him but Greg Ollie manages to pick up the loose ball taps it to Tinkler Tinkler tries to put it out to Barrow Barrow recovers and gets the ball was he fouled off the ball the referee says no and he's still being held down Barrow at the moment and uh, they're up in, in good sport there McClure but Rig is battling with Osho and the ball goes through to Mannion but uh, for a second there I thought Scott Barrow was getting uh, wrestled to the ground there as me has the ball pings it out to the left hand side for the run of McClure but Robbie Tinkler's there and Robbie Tinkler just backheaders it over him and out for a throw in that's some wise play there by Tinkler Kinsilla receives the ball and that was an awful ball by Booty Booty tried to put that over the top and Robbie Tinkler sees well nearly sees that out and didn't manage to but he was judged to have been fouled by Gallagher who's a he's a bit of he's a big lad he's a big muscly unit and um, little wonder Tinkler come off second best there when he was just behind him but we are 57 minutes into the game now and it's gated to all the shot town nil I'll not get sick of saying that as Pears takes the free kick looks for Bowden it didn't get through to him Booty managed to head it down to Gallagher and Greg Ollie was in fine form there and the ball is pinging about but Tom White's managed to pick it up he's under pressure from May Tom White's still running with the ball he's had to play it back to Mike Williamson who calmly plays it to Fraser Kerr Fraser Kerr just takes a touch plays it up the pitch he's looking for the run of Greg Ollie there and Gates had fantastic closing down winning the ball back again Hunter there but a little bit sloppy and when the ball went to Rig but Bowden not letting go he's going to play this ball through to Rig and it didn't get there unfortunately but Gates had 
getting the rub of the green in some areas and then not in the other but now Mellish has the ball he's going to drive forward with it Mellish plays it through to Greg Ollie. can he keep this in he can and it's going to go for a throw in just next to the corner flag and it was McDonald that went down there number four for all the shot he took a bit of a knock and the referee said play on and um, he's up now and he looks a bit winded and he's having a bit of a oh he's well I wouldn't like to hazard a guess of what he was shouting but he's went very red and it was in the referee's direction Gated fans really enjoying this one well Gated winning the ball Mellish touch just took it away from there Gallagher battling with the ball and then plays it out to oh fantastic cover and play by Scotty Barrow and the captain plays it back to Pears who kicks it up the pitch he's looking for Bowden Bowden brings it down fantastic control and there was a sliding tackle there from Gallagher who gets the ball to McCoy McCoy under pressure from Greg Ollie. Greg Ollie plays it to Booty Booty back to Osho Osho across the Fowler Steve Rigg is chasing him down as well Gator just not letting all the shot breathe when they're on the ball as Gallagher possibly across your ball and Robbie Tinkler's there to head it down but only as far as Booty who pings it forward to Kinsella on the left hand side back to Booty Booty pings the ball forward for the run of McClure but Ainsley Pears is there just to come to the side of his box and pluck that out the air he's had a fantastic game so far great command of his area and he's come out for every ball and just grabbed it he's gonna pump this one up towards Rig Rig didn't get the header and it bounces out to McCoy Booty now in the centre of the pitch drives forward towards the centre circle still towards the centre spot there and he plays it out to McClure on the left hand side but Robbie Tinkler's there for company and Robbie Tinkler was he fouled he was and it looks like there's going to be a double substitution by Aldershot here it is one second I've got the team sheet here do 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 it is let's have a look well that is the wrong team sheet I've nearly tried to give you Billingham Town substitutes there right this team sheet this is the one and uh, Luke Wanadio Wanadio is coming on for Gallagher Gallagher who's um, oh, he's a decent player I was quite impressed by him today to be honest but Wanadio come on for him or Wanadio sorry and um Samir Fenlon <coughs> is coming on for Booty well Booty time is over and his Booty is going on the bench well Fenlon is on now and Pears is going to take this free kick JJ O'Donnell and Luke Armstrong are warming up down the touchline there will we see a change from Gated soon at the moment there's no need to change anything the ball is pinged up Rig wins the header, backs it on towards Bowden, who's battling with Osho. Osho's doing well to hold Bowden off, and it's gone out for a goal kick to Aldershot. Well, yep, 61 minutes gone. Gated still in control, winning 2 0 here at Gated National Stadium. National League action for you on the Heat Army podcast live commentary service. As Mellish goes up for the header, didn't get there. Hunter manages to head the ball on, only as far as McCoy, who brings the ball down with a touch. He's on the halfway line, pings it forward, looking for Fenlon. And Scott Barrow heads it off him, but Jack Hunter's then 
gets the ball forward and it's going to go through to Rig. Is it? No, it's going to go for a throw in on the far side. Half inside. All the shots half. Well, it's been an enjoyable game. Long may that continue. Remember, you can contact us at Heed underscore Army. On the trap facility on Spreaker's rig, plays a little ball in there towards Greg Ollie. There was a little flick there, and Greg Ollie couldn't control it as Mannion rolls the ball out to Kinsilla. It's back to Kinsilla. Kinsilla plays it back to Fowler. Fowler pings the ball up. They're going very direct now. Or all the shot as Rendell puts it out to McCoy, and McCoy couldn't keep it in. And um, it's a throw in the gator just inside their own half. This is, well, there is going to be a substitution. Mickey Cummins has just handed uh, paperwork to uh, the fourth official to confirm which numbers is which. And Luke Armstrong is going to be coming into the action. He's just come belting down the touchline there. He's receiving some instruction from Mickey Cummins and he's stripping off. So Luke Armstrong will be coming into the fray as May plays it to McDonald. McDonald plays it out to McCoy. McCoy goes all the way back to McDonald. McDonald cross field ball to Fowler Fowler the furthest man back he's got Kinsella in front of him, plays a ball to Kinsella down the left hand side but Robbie Tinkler's there to head it down and Fraser Kerr launches that up and Scott Broden heads the ball down, can Greg Ollie bring it down? He can it's just bounced off his shins and he's still chasing for it Greg Ollie but May has to clear that up towards McCoy on the left hand side, McCoy plays it back to May May clears the ball at the pitch looking for the run of Rendell but Mike Williamson's there bring it down and Greg Ollie tries to oh sorry Tom White headed the ball on Rig gives it to Barrow Barrow plays it to Ollie Ollie looking for the overlap of Barrow and he's just took off his foot there by Fenlon and it's played all the way back to the keeper who blasts that out but only as far as Tom White in the centre circle Tom White under pressure from Rendell he does beautifully to turn and control that and he gives it to John Mellish and John Mellish cuts inside goes on a bit of a run himself plays it out to Greg Ollie who plays the ball back oh John Mellish had went on a measy run and I thought the ball was going to get back to him there but it didn't as John Mellish gives that to Scott Barrow who was fouled after he cleared the ball there and he's down on the far side there and um, hopefully he's alright see him getting back up onto his feet there gingerly so we will see Luke Armstrong come in now and it's going to be Steve Rigg who's coming off and Steve Rigg getting a fantastic round of applause here in the Tynan Wheel stand he's run his heart out today he's worked for the team unfortunately he didn't get on the score sheet today but his performance today will give plenty of headaches to Steve Watson on who to pick on his forward line but he'd rather have that than not want to pick players if they're not in form but Luke Armstrong sporting that head bandage like Rab C. Nesbitt is on the pitch and Scotty Barrow is going to take this free kick just inside the Aldershot half on the far touchline as he crosses the ball in and he's oh, oh. <laughs> I think he went for a cheeky shot there I think JJ O'Donnell was starting to sweat thinking his, his goal reputation on the halfway line was going to be overshadowed there but it just went wide 
Um, and uh, really, you know, you can't stop being able to ply your trade just because there's a little bit of wind. Wow. It's not exactly gale force either, is it? It's blustering. I'm listening to the BBC commentators next to me, they're, they're tend to think that it's the conditions, but um, no, I just think it might just be performance-wise on the older shot half, but um, it's it. 66 minutes gone here, gets to International Stadium. Only takes a second to score a goal, and there's quite a few seconds left, so let's not rule all the shot just out yet. But it's 2 0 to Gateshead. McCoy dispossessed by Ollie. It's three on three at the moment as Ollie gives it to Broden. Broden's had to come back on himself, but here comes Scott Barrow. Can Scott Barrow play it into Tom White? Tom White takes another touch because he went through, was he fouled? And this is a free kick in a dangerous position. It's more central near the, uh, the, the D on the box. And it's more to, to the left of centre. And this is a dangerous one. And Scotty Barrow fancies this. He's come straight over. This is his territory. This is a left footer's shot all day long. And will he take it? Well. Here we go. Scotty Barrow, ball in his hand. He's placing it down. He fancies this. The Welsh Jesus. The Welsh wizard. What can he conjure up here? Greg Ollie is there as well. He's got his foot so right next to the ball. The so the who will we see? I think Greg Ollie's going to be the man to take this. He's got a further few footsteps back for this free kick. And there's <laughs> it's a ten-man wall here. Uh, a couple of gates of players in there. And Ollie takes a shot and it's... Oh, just past the post. I thought that was just going to nestle in the corner of the net. It couldn't have been far, far wide. And um, that went straight past. And Aldershot quickly take the goal kick. As Kinsella puts the ball up. Only as far as Hunter, who heads the ball down. It gets through to... Armstrong, Armstrong has turned, Rendell didn't hit that ball back cleanly and the goalkeeper had to come out and Mannion clears that out for a throw into Gateshead level with the corner of the box as Gateshead fans are burst into full voice here well here we are, Robbie Tinkler going to take the throw And Armstrong was picking up where Rig let off. He's not letting players breathe. Chasing them down as Tinkler puts the ball in there. Armstrong managed to get the hit flick head back and it's going to fall to Armstrong as he pushed there. No. And Hunter heads the ball forward and that's going to go out for a goal kick there. I thought there was a little nudge there, but um, obviously not. Commentator getting a little bit carried away there. I do apologise. But um, you still can tweet us at Heed underscore Army. It's been a fantastic display so far. It's gated two. All the shot town nil. 68 minutes gone. And um, it's been an enjoyable game. And uh, all the shot fans won't have had much to cheer for. But they've been basking in the sunshine on the far side. Hopefully it's a little bit warmer for them the more it is for us over here. Um, and there is a brisk wind coming in. And um, a little bit of a nip. But the ball has been hoofed up the pitch by Mannion and Greg Ollie picks up loose ball gives it to Barrow Barrow plays it through to Ollie it isn't Ollie sorry it was Borden and he tried to put a through ball for Ollie to run onto on the overlap there as Osho plays it back to Mannion under pressure from Armstrong and that goes out for Hunt a lovely little turn there and Barrow heads it forward only as far as McCoy McCoy gets it to McClure McClure with a cheeky flick trying to find Fenlon but 
Relish the Mellish was there and he still playing a bit one two there with and that was a lapsed daisy one by Mellish then it's picked up by the midfield of Aldershot and it's played across to the left hand side of Kinsella Kinsella has Wanadio who's gone across this ball into the box Bruni as far as big Mike Williamson who hoofs it out and the ball is back with McCoy on the far side and Armstrong's tussling with him following him still can he put him under pressure Fenland has the ball on the edge of the box on the far side and a beautiful tackle there by John Mellish the ball hasn't went out yet and Fenland has to keep it in play and now May crosses it into the box and that's going to go behind for a goal kick to Gateshead and this is what we want to see from Gateshead make them rash crosses and not be as composed and parents but it's nice to hear a lot from the Heed Army today sounds great atmosphere I missed uh, that. I think there's 135 fans over there, so that's fantastic. I didn't hear what all uh, what the the full, the full attendance was there, so apologies. That was 175. So Pears took the the goal kick. Osho heads it on towards Rendell. Rendell chests it down and does well, but Hunter fantastic strong powerful just dispossesses him plays it to Armstrong Armstrong tried to knock it down to White but Fowler plays that forward Rendell knees it down gives it to Kinsella now Wanadio Wanadio dispossessed by Tinkler Tinkler does enough to put Kinsella off and Tom White with his Cruyff turn gives it back to Robbie Tinkler and Robbie Tinkler put that up the pitch and Gated managed to pick up the loose ball again Hunter plays it to Armstrong Armstrong's first touch let him down but Greg Olley has managed to play that back to Tinkler Tinkler plays it over the top and Armstrong heads the ball over he's done well chested the ball down he's got Fowler for company can he get the ball into the box he can and oh and it's cleared for a throw in and Gated turn the screw again searching for that third goal 71 minutes gone as Robbie Tinkler is going to be the man to take this throw in well this has been a good display from Gated so far can they keep a clean sheet 20, under 20 minutes to go probably about 20 minutes with added on time Tinkler launches the ball in there Armstrong heads the ball up it's up in the air can Gator get on the end of it Tom White brought the ball down and volleyed it but straight over the bar it would have been nice if that had nestled in the back of the net and Mickey Barris put how are you lads keep it going let's certainly hope we can as Gator are putting the gate the other shot defense under pressure again as Fowler has to clear the ball up and Hunter picks up the ball in midfield his first touch was a bit heavy and he sold himself short and Wanadio has the ball now on the left left hand side he's got Fraser Kerr for company Tinkler's there as well he's trying a bit of trickery with Fraser Kerr sticking to him like glue he crosses the ball in right footed and Rob Scott Barrows there to head it out but only as far as McDonald and McDonald's touch was awful and that was going to go across the far side as McCoy under pressure from White White is going to have to play um, McCoy's going to play all the way back to Mannion and Mannion's touch was found Hunter and Hunter's first touch wasn't that good well his pass wasn't that good finds McCoy McCoy launches the ball forward for the run of McClure McClure manages to control it but he's got Mellish and Williamson just behind him he's still on the ball finds May May is on the edge of the box he's going to pass it to Kinsella Kinsella is nearly wrong foot gets it to Wanadio Wanadio crosses it in low and it goes straight through there but McCoy's going to pick it up on the other side of the box can he cross a ball in he has and it's gone deep back towards Wanadio with Tinkler no 
hesitation there just to head the ball out for a throw in just next to the corner flag and this is the first time we've really seen Aldershot press now it's Kinsella Kinsella finds McDonnell and Kinsella got the ball back and couldn't control it and it's went for a throw into Gateshead well well Robbie Tinkman drying the ball off there and he launches it forward and Armstrong wins the header gets it to Bowden Bowden wins the header but couldn't direct it Tom White battling for the ball and he puts it out for a throw in to Aldershot just next to Steve Watson there and Kinsella is stealing about 10 yards there takes the throw in and McClure tries to get the ball and gets away and oh my word and that was a tackle by Tom White and Tom White hurt himself there but Armstrong runs onto the ball he's got the player in front of him which way is he going to turn he's went out onto his right hand side now can he get a player in the box he's still twisting and turning he's still got the ball and he's won a goal kick oh he's won a corner I thought, I thought he had signal for a goal kick there but Armstrong um, I thought could have played that ball to Bowden just a little bit sooner but maybe that's a little bit of ring rust and uh, hopefully if we get another opportunity he might lay that one off it's corner at Gateshead and Scotty Barrow is coming over to take this one left footed about 15 minutes remaining here at Gateshead International Stadium it's Gateshead 2 Aldershot Town nil, and Gateshead with another corner here Scott Barrow the captain takes his time takes it towards the front post and Fraser Kirkham flying in there he got his toe to it but put it wide and um, he was well covered there as well by uh, the Aldershot defender that was following him across. I think it was Ken Seller. And um, yeah, that was good stuff there by Aldershot. No, sorry, it was Fowler. Fowler followed him. Um, so good defending there by Aldershot. Number five, marking number five there. There's Mannion. Cleared the ball at the pitch and Mellish wins the header and it goes out for a throw in on the far side. And now, Osho plays it back to Mannion, who's under pressure from Bowden, and he has to play that ball quickly, and Tinkler brings the ball down. His first, second touch didn't get through to White, as me pings the ball through, Mellish is there just to control it and bring the ball forward, and he lays it off to Scott Barrow. Scott Barrow inside to Hunter, Hunter on the halfway line. Plays it back calmly to John Mellish, and just took the rushing out of the game just calmly there but the ball has went all the way through to Mannion there's Mannion put the ball down to take the box and kicks it up and that goes all the way through there and Fenland tried to get the ball and well the passing hasn't been exactly slick from Aldershot today and it was intercepted by Ollie again and Armstrong was fouled by Osho there Osho making a nuisance of himself there as Armstrong wanted to take that quickly but now See, it's about four yards inside the Aldershot half. And Scott Barrow's the man going to be taking it. And you can see Aldershot just getting a little bit frustrated here. Which I'm not going to complain about, but um, we don't want to see any silliness either. So Barrow pumps the ball across to Tinkler. Tinkler brings it down. He lovely touch and crosses the ball in. Oh, Armstrong just couldn't get a head on it. And it still hasn't been cleared yet. It's McDonald. 
McDonnell, it lands with Ollie. Ollie plays it inside to Armstrong. Armstrong does a back heel. Can it fall? Tom White, Tom White shoots and scores! Fantastic little flick, and Tom White puts it in the back of the net. All the Gateshead players go over to congratulate him towards the corner flag. He's made it Gateshead 3, all the shot nil. And that is what we wanted to see. Gateshead extend their leads and playing with the ex. Play with the, the excitement and enthusiasm that they do. It's lovely to see young Tom White get on the score sheet today, and that is surely going to see Gator wrap all three points today. Puts us a little bit of safety going into the last 12 minutes of the game. Well, fantastic stuff from Gator. Oh, I'm just sitting back and savouring this, listeners. This is beautiful. Now, I hope you're happy at home or wherever you're listening. This is great stuff from Gateshead. As all the shot have kicked off. Balls pumped forward. Robbie Tinkler gets the ball. Can Oh, Tom White went in for a sliding tackle there as McDonald plays through Mellish with some fantastic covering play there and he clears the ball out for a throw in on the far side which McCoy will quickly take looking for the run of Fenlin finds McClure McClure gives it to Fenlin Fenlin back to McCoy McCoy plays it into Fenlin Fenlin to me me under pressure from Armstrong and that was a beautiful tackle by Armstrong and it's in for a throw in to Aldershot on the far side Say this is a performance to be proud of for Gated fans and for the Gated players, of course. As the ball's quickly whipped in there, and oh, just went past there. That one, the shot was off by um, I think it was uh, McDonald there or McClure, and that <laughs> caught a few people napping, but it went past the post, thankfully. And Mickey Barris put get in game set and match. I can hear them twisting its music to my ears. Well, this has been a very, very enjoyable game. I'm not afraid to say. And uh, it's been a pleasure to bring you this game as well. Absolute pleasure. And we're going to have uh, Luke Molyneux is going to come on. And is Scotty Borden. It's going to come off. He's ran himself into the ground today. Got himself on the score sheet. Fantastic bit of play. Can Luke Molyneux grab himself a goal like he did last week when he came off the bench against Dunstan? There's still time. 80 minutes have gone. Armstrong goes up for the header, but it goes over everybody. And Osho's there, and he clears the ball over his own shoulder. Hunter goes up for the header, and Kinsella went up for the header, and Tom White come off second hand. But Tinkler has the ball now. Tinkler does a little turn, plays it into... Molyneux, Molyneux has to turn, did he get the ball across, he didn't, Osho picks up the ball and brings it forward, gives it to McCoy, McCoy's going to give it to Fenland on the far side, Fenland cuts inside, plays it to me, me plays a first time ball over the top, but Ainsley pairs, whoa, unorthodox goalkeeper now, he come out with a sliding kick to clear that, but Fowler clears it up towards Fenland on the halfway line, he turns, plays it to Fowler, Fowler's going to play this across to Kinsella, Kinsella's going to be under pressure from Tom White, has to come back on himself, plays it to Wanadiu. Wanadiu cuts on the middle there, gives it to Ben May. Ben May across to McCoy. McCoy 
Closed down by Scott Barrow there. Finds Fenland. Fenland is back to goal. Going towards the halfway line. Plays back into his own half to Fowler. Fowler gives it to McDonnell who's come very deep. Now he pings the ball forward. Come off Tinkler. McClure, a cheeky back heel there. Tries to get it through to Wanadiu. McCoy gives it to Wanadiu who's found himself on the right hand, left hand side now. And me gets a shot off his sorry Wanadio found himself on the right hand side apologies there for the poor description well Ainsley Pears just taking his time cross that one up the pitch Armstrong had a free header didn't manage to get there but Molyneux chases the ball down with Osho he makes Osho's life hard and Osho manages to keep it in but only as far as Oli and Oli plays a ball too Armstrong Armstrong gets a shot off and a fantastic save with the legs it was a, a cute angle he went for there and the goalkeeper had to pull a save off and McCoy at the corner flag is still trying to clear the ball only as far as Oli Oli was under pressure from Wanadio and it's cleared by May only as far as Scott Barrow who shoots from distance can he get a shot off it was going goalward bound but it just went straight into the goalkeeper's hands as he bent down to pick it up and he ruled it out to Kinsella who gave it to McDonnell McDonnell gives it back out to Kinsella Kinsella gives it to Fowler Fowler now just lays it off to Mannion who's going to try and launch this up the pitch they're going very direct now all the shots he pumps this out towards Randell Tinkler does well there and it comes off his foot and out for a throw into all the shots. Handball, surely. That wasn't very well controlled by McDonald, but the referee lets him get away with it. He has to go back into his own half. He's going to be a crossfield ball to McCoy. It nearly didn't get there as it come off Molyneux's heel. But Wanadio has the ball now. He cuts inside. He's got Kinsella in front of him. He plays it to him on the left-hand side. Kinsella plays a first-time cross. It's deep towards the back post and goes straight round towards Scott Barrow who does well when he controls it and he plays it off McClure, McClure for a goal kick well gotta be happy with this gotta be happy with this well Instapez is going to take this goal kick Pushes that ball up towards Armstrong. Armstrong battling in the air and Molyneux tried to pick up the loose ball. Osho has to play it back to Mannion who's under pressure. He clears the ball up towards Randell who heads it on and Frazier curves there to mop up. And he's going to see this one out when it's went up for a throw into Aldershot just in front of their own dugout. Oh you're just joining us where have you been it's 84 minutes gone here at Gated International Stadium in the National League Gated are winning 2-0 at home to Aldershot Town sorry 3-0 I'm getting I'm giving us a discredit ball crossed over towards Rendell Rendell wins the header but just goes straight out of play for a goal kick Anthony Pears will just take his time with this one and why not the referee's telling Pears just to keep it going Saying Greg Ollie scoring the first goal on 20 minutes Scott Borden on 33 and Tom White on 77 
This has been a performance to be proud of here by Gateshead. About end of the 86th minute coming up. As Rendell battles, he's dropped very deep to try and get the ball and get the ball across to McCoy there on the far side. Fenlon battling with Mellish and Mellish's give away a throw in on the far side. Nothing silly from Gateshead at the moment. And Gateshead have the ball now as Molyneux cuts inside beats his man give him a little nutmeg now he drives forward towards goal passes the ball out to the left hand side as Armstrong keeps the ball in he needs some support plays it back down the line to Scott Barrow Scott Barrow didn't cross it in there because there wasn't anyone in the box but tries to ping a ball to the runner Tom White and haven't cleared it yet all the shot as Osho sees that out for a it's a corner corner gated I thought at first and there has been a goal bonanza um, at AFC well AFC filed away to Maidenhead they are winning 6-0 now so maybe a scoreline didn't expect to see Hartlepool are losing 3-2 at home to Sutton United as Greg Ollie's going to take this corner on the far side there is not long left here at Gateshead International Stadium as the ball is whipped in towards Armstrong goalkeeper Mannion head punches that clear Fraser Kerr is going to see that out it's a throw into Gateshead level with the corner of the box down here on the right side Tinkler plays the ball towards Armstrong he's got his back to goal he chests the ball down he's under pressure from two players though and he it was a big ask to try and get it past them too but the ball's just played up pitch and Mellish is there calmly plays that to Robbie Tinkler Robbie Tinkler plays that back to Kerr Kerr puts it over the top for the run of Armstrong and I think it's going to go out for a throw in to Oldershot and it has and Kensilla is going to be the man to take this 70, 87 minutes gone here at Gateshead International Stadium and this is a one that Gateshead fans can be very very proud of and I'm sure Steve Watson will be as Armstrong heads the ball down to White, White plays a lovely ball through to Molyneux, Molyneux back heel to White, White crosses the ball into the centre, can Armstrong get there, straight into Mannion's hands, that would have been a nice way to round it off and Jack Hunter with a lovely tackle, fantastic stuff, he plays the ball to Molyneux, Molyneux turns, can he shoot from the edge of the box, he's, he's got Tom White there, Tom White at the edge, now puts it across unselfishly to um, try to pick out Armstrong there, maybe he could have took a touch and maybe went in the box and shot himself but I won't complain he's already scored today we're winning 3-0 88 minutes gone what a day oh. and uh, well it's getting to that time Mickey Barris but who's your man of the match I would have to say Greg Ollie uh, there's, there's so many players but for me Greg Ollie as Robbie Tinkler has the ball here on the right hand side tried to play it through for the run of Tom White Fraser Kerr gives it back to Tom to um, Robbie Tinkler Robbie Tinkler calmly plays that to Mike Williamson who dinks the ball forward looking for the forward lane and that was a foul by Fowler surely not given and Fowler gets up to clear this ball up the pitch towards Rendell Rendell under pressure from Williamson and Gator come away with the ball and Rendell fouls Tom White there and he has give this and well no well hang on 
I'll just describe what happened. Rendell come over the back of Tom White and pushed him to the ground when Tom White had the ball. And Tom White is, well, I don't know what he's done to give away a free kick there. But there you go. But yeah, Greg Ollie for me would be man of the match. Well, they must be listening to me. Because they've just given him the, uh, the, the, uh, the official man of the match to Greg Ollie as well over the Tannoy. So at least I'm not um, saying a different game to everybody else. Greg Ollie, man of the match for the Hedomi podcast. That's it, we're in, ninth, in the 90th minute at the moment. And you've just got to say well done Steve Watson, well done Mickey Cummins and well done all the boys. This has been a fantastic performance. First 10 minutes I thought, uh-oh, are we going to have one of those games today? We read it out a little bit. Not that we were under the cosh or anything, but just things weren't coming off. And the ball's been headed on. Armstrong's trying to... Oh, just gone through. Mannion had to kick that one there. And um, Gates had still applying pressure. As Fenden brings the ball down, lays it off to McCoy on the halfway lane. McCoy looks forward. He's looking for the run of a red shirt. He didn't get it. Gives it to me on his inside. Me now puts it over the top for McClure. McClure's under pressure from Williamson. McClure manages to turn. He's gone shot from the outside of the box. And it just went wide. And um, that has probably been the story of all the shots afternoon. Well, four minutes. There has been a few stoppages in the game and a few substitutions, so it's not a shock to see four minutes added on. But we're not going to complain over that one, are we? Uh, not when we're winning 3-0. I'll save her another four minutes at 3-0. And Lynn Fontes, but great commentary, Frank Stevie, and a really exciting game. Well, it has been, and thank you to everyone that's listened as well as Armstrong goes in there on Ojo, and Greg Ollie brings the ball down, plays the ball through to Molyneux, but Fowler was there to intercept, and Greg Ollie still chasing down balls now at the moment, and Gateshead applying the pressure like they're losing 1-0. It's fantastic to see what a performance this is by Gateshead as Molyneux brings the ball down he's got Scott Barrow on the far side there and didn't get it through but Mellish manages to ping a ball into the middle it's cleared up by Fowler pumped forward again by Oldershot Molyneux brings the ball down didn't manage to get it to White though and now Ben May not Ben May it's Adam May brings the ball forward finds Wanadu on the far side Wanadu gives it Fenlin Fenlin trying to get it down the right hand flank but he's got John Mellish for company Fenlin trying a bit of trickery cuts inside manages to get the ball to McCoy McCoy lashes a shot forward and it's been cleared by Tinkler off the centre spot just a penalty near the penalty spot should I say and Hunter manages to clear that one Armstrong's battling for it as Fowler manages to head the ball forward Bruni as far as Molyneux as Scott Barrow over the halfway line he's only got Armstrong for company Robbie Tinkler's coming at the back there but he finds Armstrong and Armstrong just couldn't control it there unfortunately and that is now with McDonnell who finds Osho Osho's going to try and clear this up the pitch he goes for a run himself there was a shirt pull there by Tinkler the referee says carry on as Osho still goes with the ball tries to play a ball through and too much on it and Ainsley Pears is going to let that go all the way to the corner of his box false side there he's just going to take his time waiting for McClure to come over and make him pick it up and um, yes great stuff here today great stuff oh just love days like this well the ball was pumped through and it's went all the way through to Mannion Mannion's going to pick that up pairs with a mighty kick there and I would imagine there might be 
an attack or two left in this game. Well, Mellish lost out in the air there at Randell as Fenland has the ball, gives it to McCoy. McCoy plays back Fenland. Fenland going to play it on McCoy for the overlap. Scotty Barrows busting a gut to get there, but his defensive partner in Mike Williamson just puts that out of play for a throw in on the far side. And Mike Williamson, he's had a good game today as well. He's organised that back three fantastically and we've just looked solid. It's just been an absolute solid performance from front to back, from side to side. It's been awesome as McCoy puts a ball in there. McClure heads it over and Rendell was coming in and Robbie Tinkler had to clear that and it's a throw in on the near side here towards the corner flag. Wanadu gets it to Kinsella. Kinsella whips it in. Mike Williamson heads it clear Molyneux turns with the ball now he's at the halfway line can he Armstrong was trying to stay on side and Molyneux just couldn't get the ball from underneath his feet and the ball's with Osho just inside his own half crosses the halfway line he's going to ping this one out to Kinsella on the left hand side Kinsella heads it across and it's going to be picked up by Rendell who nods it down to Wanadu Wanadu is going to get a shot off and it's deflected Kinsella can he get the ball in he can and it's only going to be as far as Jack Hunter who heads it back out but only as far as McCoy McCoy takes it to Fenland Fenland turns Fenland plays it back to me me drives towards the box takes a shot from distance and Pears had all the time in the world to dive across to his left hand side it was a bit of a Sky Sports save I must admit but I'm not going to complain and now he's just running down the clock and I would imagine that will be the last it is fantastic afternoons football here at Gateshead International Stadium Steve Watson's men were solid from the front to the back and they got their just rewards winning 3-0 with Greg Ollie opening the scoring and then it was Scott Borden and Tom White rounding it off and we did see um, Luke Armstrong back on the pitch as well and he looked dangerous and things looked bright for Gateshead they travelled to Fylde on Saturday who were winning 6-0 as it stands at this moment in time that's going to be a tough game but the way Gateshead are playing they're going to be more than competitive I'd just like to say thank you to our sponsors Raw Brent and everyone that listened in today it's been a good result hopefully we can bring you more of the same and we'll join you next week hopefully at Wrexham if not we'll be bringing you the FA Cup game at Rochdale and thank you very much and we'll see you next time before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared. Before you drive the all-new Nissan Rogue, you gotta ask yourself, how rogue are you gonna go? We talking, find your spirit animal in the desert rogue? Build an igloo in the middle of nowhere rogue? Or, take the long way home just because kind of rogue? Just a question, but with five available drive modes, you're sure to find the answer. Go rogue in the all-new, fiercely reimagined 2021 Nissan Rogue. Now with the most standard safety features in its class. See owner's manual for important safety information. Auto Pacific segmentation. 2021 Nissan Rogue versus latest in market competitors. Base models compared.